right, sounds good. Go. Thanks, guys. No problem. Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest tonight is actor Matt Mercer. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I'm glad to get you on here. Uh, apologize yeah. for the couple times that I had to pa- cancel, but we finally got to go on um, now. No worries. No worries. I'm glad we're finally talking. Good. You know, now, before I get started, um, I'm going to let the listeners know that we will be talking about, later on, about the new release of, well, not release, but Madison County, which will be coming out sometime in 2011. But I would like to start with some of your earlier stuff to, to work up to it to get the <laughs> listeners an idea about who Matt Mercer is. Okay? Uh, awesome. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ace, man, how far back does this go? Well, no, ho- hopefully, Ace and, hopefully Ace and uh, Kali will listen to this interview because they can get a good taste of, of what's going to happen to them when it's their turn, okay? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Please now, grill those guys, pull <laughs> the hell out of those guys, and get them on here. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to treat. <laughs> I'm going to treat them like it, like they treat a grill. But that's for later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, the first movie that uh, I'm kind of interested in. Um, it's a mm-hmm. uh, thriller. It's called Among Brothers in 2005. It was directed by John Schwartz. Matt, yes. what's exactly this movie about? Uh, that was uh, my first feature film experience, and um, I was lucky enough to get uh, one of the lead roles in it, and my buddy John uh, directed it. And it's about, um, it was based on a cold case of an unsolved murder from about, at this point, about 15 years ago that happened in South Carolina. Oh, wow. And um, a young college girl was murdered, and the police couldn't figure out who did it. So the brother had had his own theories about who did it. The police had their own theories, but the brother wrote a, a screenplay, which John purchased and then wrote, uh, uh, did some rewrites on it, and then produced it himself and uh, directed it. And you know, it, it it's a it's a solid little thriller, especially for the budget that that he made it for, and uh, it did really well on the festival circuit. But um, yeah, it caused a lot of controversy too. And Dateline ran a whole on it. It was, uh, it was a oh, great really? experience when that happened. Wow. Now, now, people are probably going to get tired of me talking about this, but I can't help myself. You mentioned about the yeah. budget. You mentioned about the budgets. Of, uh-huh. Know, and mm-hmm. See, I'm coming to finding out doing two podcasts, doing a movie review podcast. Is, I've been doing, you know, you, you know me, I do a lot of research. I check out other people's reviews and stuff. And one of the things that irritate me, and again, it's going to be a broken record, is you have yeah. these you have these people that want to criticize movies, you know, like uh, cheap, you know, cheap looking blood and cheap this and cheap cheap special right. effects. But I wish people would actually take the time to understand what it takes to make a movie. I mean, if you ain't got that humongous budget, you're not going to have this the, the the awesome special effects or or, or gunshot wounds and stuff like no. that. You know, well, I mean? yeah, you're not even going to have a, a movie. I mean, you got to call in. Uh, you know, the budget we were on on that one or any small movie I mean you know, any, any small movie you, you need a lot of favors a lot of freebies and a lot of really what it is is a lot of passionate enthusiastic people that want to make that movie just as much as, as you as you do yeah, and I the com- director does it, you know? I come to find it that I am more into independent low budget movies than I am with high tech a lot of my movies because I mean 
I'll admit it. You're, before I started these both of these podcasts, going back six months, I would only look yeah. for the big name movies. You know, I, I you know I, I did watch Wrong Turn. I mean, I guess that's a lo- uh, uh, in, in, independent, but you know, I watched them. But you know, I've seen so many movies yeah. lately that I never even knew they existed until you search for them, uh-huh. and they turn out to be gems. That's you know, it's just people have yeah. to. Yeah. People need to really look deep because if you look deep, they're going to find stuff that they're not not going to believe that's even out there. Because I am blown away by a lot of movies that I've seen recently that I would have never have seen these movies if I didn't do interviews, if I didn't do research, I would have never known they were there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's a lot of low budget gems out there. I mean, there's a lot of garbage too. But um, you mm-hmm. know, it's funny that you bring up Among Brothers as the first movie. The guy who directed it, John, he's sort of that's his that's his wheelhouse. He's done two features now, um, and they're both really good independent films. This you know. And he makes them for very little money, and he's that's yeah. he, he's he's very good at constructing. Yeah. Um, he's sort of uh, you know he just released another movie called Insignificant Others, and uh, a couple of LA film critics did a whole commentary on it, just solely you know mainly around the idea that it's sort of a digital revolution right now, and everyone can make movies fairly cheaply, uh, and you have to wade through a lot of stuff that isn't so good, but. Right. There are a few filmmakers out there who are making really exceptional movies that you haven't heard of, and right. if you watch, you know, the more you watch, the more you find them, and when you find them, it's like, oh, this is really good. This this is this is really interesting, and this wouldn't have gotten made right uh, with a really with a really big budget. Yeah. yeah, probably probably the only movie that I've watched that was big time that I loved was the remake of The Crazies. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. the only one that, that I. Good. I mean. Uh, other than the, the the dead movies by Romero, I mean, I guess that's independent. I, I, you know, it's hard to say. Anyways, I don't want to get off track here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I can go on forever about that. But the, I'm very, yeah, yeah. I'm very passionate about independent horror now more than I what I was before. And my own purpose, my my whole purpose of doing this is to get some of these, you know, these actors, directors, and producers, and get these guys out there. So hey, you know, here I am check out my stuff yeah you know it's fun yeah yeah well it's much appreciated uh, I really enjoy listening to your podcast I thank you think, uh, you've had some awesome interviews <laughs> really cool thank people. you I try to I, I try to try to make it fun so hopefully we can now the next movie that we're going to talk about now obviously it has two names I imagine so it's orig- it's called Diary of a Serial Killer in 2008 but I think it's also yeah. called Copycat too correct yeah that was the that was the DVD release Okay. Uh, title and I think when it airs on TV though I know it's been it's shown on one of the premium pay cable channels it still airs as Diary of a Serial Killer so I don't I don't understand that but uh, but yeah I was made under that title and it was uh, I play a guy who has a, a bad run in with um, the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez oh okay <laughs> 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 uh, it don't fare very well I don't. I don't make it very long, but it's. Uh, but it's a good movie. I do want to see it because I'm. It has. Yeah. The, has the Ed Gain. It has the Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. It has Collie yeah. Berry as a serial. No, oh, no, no. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a best of of, of yeah. the best. It's the best of the best of all the serial killers. I mean, I think the the premise of that one was. Uh, um, uh, the there's a serial killer in present day who's copycatting. Previous serial killers, right. and specifically those three. Right. And there's a investigative journalist who's uh, 
a relative of hers was killed. I think it was her mother, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And so she, um, trying to find uh, this killer based on her research of these other killers. And when she researches the killers, we have flashbacks to right. the other killers doing their stuff. And I'm in the, I am a Richard Ramirez victim in that one. Um, I, I, I go, I'm basically get in bed with my wife and uh, we, we get night stalked. No shit. Uh, to the nth degree. Yeah, and uh, I go check a noise. It's the classic, I'm going to check a noise scenario and it doesn't, it doesn't work out for my, my character. You know, Not to give anything away, but <laughs> you pretty much get that when you see it. <laughs> well, now, do you know do you know anybody that that writes movies besides yeah. er, besides Eric? Because I think yeah, I, I think what he should do is write a new movie. Okay, it's called Diary of a Gas Grill Killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about a guy who it's about a guy who uses a gas grill yeah. uh, and to cause grease fires to kill entire cast. Yeah, crew. and and they're sucking on grass too. I mean, I mean grass grass, <laughs> not grass grass. <laughs> right, I'll grass, get to, grass. I'll get to that when the time comes. But, uh, I'm trying to keep the people in suspense. You know, what's he going to say next? <laughs> now, <laughs> the next movie that it's a short, but I, you know, mm-hmm. speaking of shorts, I didn't even really watch a short until uh, my first short that I seen that was Kill Devil Hill. It was sent to me from Ace Jordan out there in California, and I've seen a bunch of them mm-hmm. since then. And I dig shorts for one reason. Um, it's yeah. They get to the point and done, and chances are whatever you watch is going to leave a leave a residence in your mind for a while because it's like done, 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 over with. You don't have time to savor it. But Pincushion, uh-huh. um, it's listed as a short comedy fantasy horror. Came out in 2010. It was directed by Stephen Sprinkles. What uh-huh. a la- what a last name that is. But yeah, uh, yeah. Now, can, do you want to explain to listeners exactly what this is about? Sure. Uh, Pin Cushion is uh, basically takes the scenario of a I play a boy with a boyfriend and a girlfriend. I'm the boyfriend. Um, an actress named Majara Townsend plays the girlfriend. She's a great actress. And the the scenario is it's sort of a Stephen took the basic scenario of the worst possible breakup scenario, like to someone getting uh, dumped by their girlfriend, and then adding to that, she's also Killing him in the process, literally with oh a knife, Jesus. multiple knives—not just a knife, multiple knives. So it's uh, and, and, and as the viewer, you know, it's a it's a, it's a dark comedy, um, and Stephen is very entrenched in the special effects world. So the, there's a lot of uh, really great effects work in it, as far as the knives and me turning into a human pincushion pin and the uh, I don't want to give anything away, but right, there's right. But she, uh, you know, takes my heart with her. Let's put it that way. Wow. <laughs> now, is that available? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't think it's available yet. It might be. It might be online somewhere. Vimeo, um, do you think? Maybe. It, you know, it might be on Vimeo or it might be on YouTube. I'm not sure. I but look, uh, I, look it, for I that. think it's just finishing the festival circuit. It, it, it won some awards at some festivals. I gotta check that out. Um, it played the lot. I think it won 
whatever the big the big award is is the Las Vegas Film Festival. But yeah, if it's if it's out there, check it out. And if it's not, I can get it to you. Yeah, it'd be cool because I've been digging them. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a funny short, and uh, you know, it, obviously, it, it it plays on the level of you're not quite sure at first if she's really killing her boyfriend or not. But as it goes on, you realize it's each knife is it's sort of a metaphor for the the breakup. Jesus. And um, it's uh it's brutal, but funny at the same time which I like I like dark comedy so I was thrilled to get to do that one well Collie Berry better be um, careful yeah <laughs> better be better be on the lookout oh um, my god yeah actually you know there's a funny coincidence on that short too I worked the guy who played my my brother in that short is a guy named Benjamin Watts and he was in Eric England who directed Madison County Ben was in Eric's thesis film Okay. Uh, a short that he did. So it was really, yeah, there's all these little weird coincidences out there like that. Oh, that's excellent. Well, since you mentioned Eric England, we might as well go into the, the main reason we're doing this interview is because I've been getting a, uh, I guess as everybody knows, I had a quick interview with Eric England quite a few months ago before he started filming uh-huh. this. And it's called Madison County in 2011. Um, I've been, I am dying to see this. I've seen pictures, yes. I've seen pig heads, I've seen <laughs> Nick Principe, you know, I've seen, um, you know, uh, talking to you, talking to Ace and Kali, and... Yeah. Now, if you want to, I know a lot of people already heard about some of this movie, but if you want to, um, you can give us a taste. I mean, they already heard sure. what, what Eric said, but uh, now that it's finished, um, if you want, uh, you can give a little... You know, backstories, any funny stuff. You know, you know, just you know, whatever. Talk to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Well, the movie, I, I know a lot. Of, it has had a lot of press uh, uh, in the horror world because of the. You know, Nick is in it from late to rest. He played Crumb Skull, obviously, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then Almost Human, uh, Rob Hall's company, Almost Human, is doing did the effects, and um, and they're awesome. Uh, so I know there's been a lot of press. People kind of sort of know about it but the, the premise is um, there's a sort of the, the, uh, four college students um, going to investigate a serial killer who may or may not exist in a, in a uh, very rural remote part of Arkansas in the Ozarks and they go to basically the um, Coley plays a student who's sort of spearheading the the trip uh, to go out there and interview this writer of a, of a tell-all book okay. who has written about this killer and he's been sending Coley's character, uh, James, who's been sending James letters. Uh, and he says he wants to meet him to tell him the truth about everything. Okay. So we all go out there. My character's a photographer. He's taking pictures for the article that Coley's character is writing. And we go there and, uh, you know, are skeptical. We're skeptical. Uh... And our, our skepticism quickly turns to terror. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much that's about for various reasons. And uh, but I, I think it's going to be a really cool movie because it's it, it is a slasher movie and it, it operates on that level and yeah. very effectively because Eric is really good at that. But it also is a really interesting. You know, so many slasher movies are the same, and I think this one introduces a really cool mythology for this killer. Right. I think Eric's done a good job with that. So well, it should be really cool. I was really excited to get cast in it. It's definitely, I think it's going to be the best uh, horror thing that I've gotten to do. 
Yep, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big thrasher uh, slasher fan, anyways. But see, the uh, funny the funny part about this, how I got involved not involved, but involved with the the movie. Um, it's funny, as you know, I interviewed James Cotton uh, quite a, quite a oh yeah. Believe, believe it or not, it seems like ages ago, but it's only like four and a half five months ago. I interviewed him for his movie Resurrection County, and uh, <laughs> which I yeah. love, which I love that movie, and that's why I had him come yeah, on. Great. And I would never have found that movie either until I came across it one day and I got it and watched it. Phenomenal movie. And then James Cotton was mentioned about Eric England. Okay. Well, as I was editing the James Cotton interview, Eric calls me. So I rushed around and got a quick interview about him, about him, you know, about Madison County. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a taste of it before it was even filmed. So that's how I got involved oh, yeah. with Madison County. And now, as you know, um, which I'm going to link it to your interview. Um, there is a video of you filming back behind the scenes. Incidences. Yeah, I made a little. Yeah, and <laughs> video log. I have a special announcement to make to the listeners. Okay, you guys got to check this video out. I'm going to post it on the interview, and I want you to oh, watch. And I want you to watch, Kali Bailey and Ace Marrero. Whatever you do, do not invite them to your cookout, and do not let no. them touch your grill. Okay, because more than likely, there's going to be a horror right there on your backyard. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to go to the burn unit. If you, if you want to head over to the burn unit, invite those jackasses to your party. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll bring a new meaning to grease fire. And um, which which actress was the which of the actress was the one that was sucking on or smelling grass? Was that uh, that was <laughs> that was Elizabeth Bell? Elizabeth. Yeah, she, Okay. Elizabeth Bell, she's our, she is an actor in the movie, and she mm-hmm. also was our, our production designer, mm-hmm. um, among many other things. She worked, she worked real hard on the movie, but uh, she and Coley became obsessed for about two or three days. Coley and Coley's from that area, and he knew what plants were poisonous, <laughs> which okay. ones weren't. But there was a, there's something called sassafras. Do you know what sassafras? Yes, is? yes, sir. Yeah, yeah they, that's what they were smelling in the oh. video log. Okay, well, you uh, know. Um, yeah. Kali, buddy, and Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> if you want to smell something that's good, uh, but stay away from catnip. Do you know what catnip <laughs> is, Matt? I don't actually. Is it okay. the same thing? No, catnip. This is weird. Cats love catnip. I kid you not. It's a wild uh-huh. weed that grows. If you give a cat catnip, the cat goes nuts. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what it is. So I was. You know, just stay away from that because I don't want Kali jumping on all fours and meowing like a damn cat. Okay, Elizabeth. Yeah, he basically, he basically is a cat. Um, <laughs> so, if but he I, has the catnip. He'll be, he'll be pouncing all over the place. That yeah, video I, I found that. very interesting. Let me tell you. And Kali, I must admit one thing: you wearing them glasses, your mommy was schoolboy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No offense, no offense. It, part of his boyish charm, those glasses. Yes, I yes. forgot about those glasses until I was looking through all the footage to put together. I had a lot of footage to sort of call and go through for that video log, and I was like, oh, okay. So he's I got to put Coley and the, Coley and the glasses up, on the, up in this thing. He's going to rip me now, watch. <laughs> yeah. I can take it. I Which is fine. I, I think uh, I think he, he and Ace both deserve mm-hmm. a lot of ribbing. So. Hey, if I can take... <laughs> if I can take... <laughs> If I can take shit from Canadians, I can take shit from them. <laughs> wink, wink, Rob, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd gotten on video that that grease fire. I, oh man! For, if anyone hasn't seen it, the, this video log is just sort of behind the scenes hijinks, whatever right. behind. Well, the I will post it so people can check the, it out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. There's some fun stuff on there. But that that day, it was like the first day at uh, at the place we were staying while we were shooting, and uh, we were. It freaked me out, and I wish I'd gotten it on video. But they had the grill up on this wooden porch up on the second floor of this apartment complex and I and when they opened it I swear we were the heat probably could be felt a mile away this fire was so tall and just shot up and then out of the bottom of the grill were these drips of hamburger grease and I was like well, if any of those ha- are, are on fire this whole porch is going to go and I was just like what are we why why the fuck are we grilling in this porch? <laughs> this, is, this is just this is a disaster waiting to happen. And then, and then we decided actors shouldn't grill anymore for continuity purposes. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and yet we continued to grill on that porch. I don't know why oh we should have God. moved the grill somewhere else. But uh, but we 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 very slowly learned how to maintain a good yeah. a good grill fire and and how to cook burgers and. Well, chicken and whatever else we cook. I don't know. We cook. It could have been yeah. grease. It could have been a grease massacre county. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we could have had, could have had uh, Damien as uh, the killer's name. We could have had Damien throwing hot grease on people. That would have been horrible. Yes, really. There's some there's some horrible deaths in the movie, but I don't think we have any grease grease related deaths. No, would have been pretty brutal. Now, what do you think Collie would have done? Threw a spatula at him? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would have uh, done some. some uh, He's gonna kill me. Uh, spatula karate. No. Oh, yeah. He throws, he throws spatulas like ninja stars in the in the film. So. Oh, okay. Interesting. Which Eric thought really worked. I thought it was gonna come off real silly, but uh, but it's it, it works. It's scary. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, like I said, I can't wait to see this. I've been waiting, and uh, hopefully down the road I'll get yeah. one of them. Whopping screeners, so I can check that baby out. Uh, yeah, as soon as it's done, they're still working on it. I've only seen, I've, I've had the good fortune of seeing a few scenes, and I'm really excited about it too. I think it's going to be really great. And uh, you know, so you know what we're talking about indie films. So they've come a long way, and we got to shoot this one on the red, and it just looks, you know, among, among brothers, the one I did a few years ago that we were talking about back then, the hot shit camera was the. DVX 100 and right. you could make it you could make it look like 16 millimeter film and it looked cool it looked like a gritty independent film but now that you can do it a, a low budget indie on, on the red you know Madison County was shot on the red it looks like a it looks like a huge movie I mean it's you know shot in 235 and it's really glossy and it looks it's gonna be awesome I can't wait not just because it's glossy but it's also just a great it's right. gonna be a really scary slasher movie now I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Uh, you were yeah. born in Newport News, Virginia, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you end up in California? Did you have to move out there, or you moved out there to get work? I moved out to get work. I was uh, in New York before that. I went to school in North Carolina, and then moved okay. to New York, and I was doing doing theater in New York. And then uh, after Among Brothers, I got an agent in L.A. Okay. But I, I didn't have anything in New York, so I came out here and started doing started doing film and and commercial work in, in California. Okay, is that where Alan Iverson's from? Yeah, it is. That's, that's right. Why, that's why I asked you that. Uh-huh. Uh, now, he's a yeah, Alan Iverson and uh, 
Yeah, there are a few a few guys from from Newport News. Yeah, because uh, he's a tad older than you. Yeah, about a couple years, maybe barely. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. older. Yeah, all right. And um, don't mean to get off track here. I was just quite. I just happened to catch that Newport no, no. News. Now, isn't Michael Vick near Newport News? Michael Vick is in Newport News. Yeah, that's okay. what I was trying to think of. Okay. Michael Vick. Yeah, all right. that's where he got in trouble actually. Right. The, right. The dog thing. Oh, uh, Michael sorry. Vick, Alan Iverson, Ella Fitzgerald. I think. Oh, Newport Ella. News. I love Ella. Yeah. yeah. For my time, though, I love listening to her. Oh, she's got a great voice. I do, too. And it also... But yeah, there's some... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Those are some... Oh, that's all right. Those are some famous Newport Newsians. Yeah, and it says you're also a fan of classic horror. Now, how far classic do you go back, being that you're born in 1980? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of classic horror. I mean... If, I guess by classic, I, I mean, you know, what I grew up with. Sure. Seventies, seventies and eighties sure. horror. But I do like all the old Universal monster movies. And oh, yeah. Going, I mean, all the way back to like Todd Browning's Freaks. And oh, yeah. Everything. But, uh, but, you know, I grew up with seventies and eighties horror. I mean, like you, I'm a huge horror fan. So mm-hmm. that's why I was so excited to get to do Madison County and work with these guys who are so, so awesome in, in the horror field. Yep. Uh, in the horror, in the horror genre, rather. But, I mean, 70s and 80s, I grew up with, I like, I really am a big fan of John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Really like John Carpenter. Halloween. And, uh, Toby Hooper. Yeah, yeah. Halloween's the, the big one. That's the one that, you know, when I was a kid, I think it was, I mean, everyone cites these movies, but I think when I was a kid, the thing that made me want to be in movies was Halloween, Jaws, and Alien. Right. Three. So those directors, Spielberg, Ridley Scott, John Carpenter, Toby Hooper, yep. George Romero, you know, all those guys. Yep. Yeah, I, I watched that real quick. I don't got base here, but I watched it, the uh, making of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Uh-huh. Have you seen yeah. that? Have you seen that? I've seen one of the making of documentaries on it oh my God. Uh, where they interviewed a lot of the cast. Yeah. I know it was right before um, the guy who played Franklin. Party? I can't think of his name. Yes, yes. Something, Dan, is it Daniel Party? Ah, I can't remember. I can't remember, but he was, he was telling Right him. before he died, he was interviewed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great documentary, and I, and you didn't, I didn't realize how, uh, until I saw that, I didn't realize how, yeah. how low budget that was. I mean, you, I listened, you know, if you watch that and you listen to the stories on that, or the stories from, uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tapper from Making Evil Dead, you know. Yep, yep. You could, if you've made a low-budget horror movie, you can really relate to those. I and mean, when we had a lot of the same stuff happen on Madison County. Yep. So, yeah, a lot of gross stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if track, yeah. but on that, on the making of Chainsaw Massacre the original, they, the one guy said, I can't remember who it was, he said they had raw food, raw meat on the table. And they were yeah, st- that's right. And they were stuck in that house for like 13 hours in a place dunk people were getting yeah. sick <laughs> 1973 yeah, you know yeah well I, yeah the way they described it is that you, you're that's exactly right the production designer had used real mm-hmm. chicken bones and real animal bones and whatever they had found in a veterinarian's graveyard yes and it stunk and they put on the table and, it, and it, not only was it 110 degrees or whatever but they had the windows closed uh, sealed up with black so that yep it was it looked like night in there, so it was blazing hot, and everything was rotting <laughs> on the table. And then apparently Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface, would also smelled. He, no, no one had showered, so everyone was smelling. Right. Uh, yeah, it sounded like it was a total, a total nightmare. And and there is bloopers too. But anyways, I'm gonna get off track here. But uh, 
Yeah. I will no, let. Right. I appreciate you coming on. Um, like I said, I'll be uh, I'm excited to, uh, for Madison County to come out, and uh, you know, you sound very interesting to talk to, and some uh, interesting movies yeah. that you're in. And oh, I will post a video up again, so get the listeners a good oh, chance to, to check out the gang. They get a good taste of that. So thanks again thank, for coming yeah. on. I know it's Sunday night, and uh, my Steelers won. Oh, thank no. God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> but well, yeah, uh, congrats on that. Thank you. So Matt, yeah. thank you very much. Um, pass the, you know, pass tell the tell the tell the gang that uh, just set something up. I mean, uh, we'll get them all in here. So, you know, hopefully they don't bash me too hard. Yeah. You know, no, I don't care. No, <laughs> no, you should bash them. Ah. They all right. deserve it. Those jerks. No, I'm kidding. Well, but, uh, yeah, I will. Um, I'll uh, I'll get him uh, get you guys connected, and um, yep. I know they're they're uh, they can't wait to talk to you. Yeah, so. well, just 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 let you know, I'm going to attach a headline on this interview after I post it. I'm gonna, it's going to say "Attention, Collie and Ace, a must <laughs> listen." <laughs> oh man, can you see? Love that. Oh yeah, thanks, Matt. You take care of yourself and uh, keep in touch. Take care. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks. See you. Bye. Bye.